Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with the Show, where there's always variety in life. Thank you so much, y'all, for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell. I'm so excited to introduce each of you to a really, really special person named China Jordan. She is a wonderful artist, and I'm trying to show you my Coffee Talk with Shell shirt on our Zoom video today, but for some reason, I couldn't get the angle correctly, so here is my face for the rest of the interview. Oh, and my sign in the back. <laughs> I went through all the trouble to make it. I might as well show it for a moment there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. I am so excited. I have lots of questions for China today. First of all, how are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. Thanks to your art, I've been de-stressed. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> Thanks to her art classes I take, y'all. <laughs> And that is how I met China. So I went on eventbrite.com one day, and thanks to Eventbrite and Zoom, those have been really good saving graces for me as well. It led me to China and her art classes, y'all. Now, y'all know I'm in Texas, right? All the way in the U.S. She is in the U.K. Where, where more specifically are you in the U.K., in England? I'm based in London. Nice. Very cool. And I have British roots through my adoptive family that raised me. So like my maiden name is British Cole Tharp. My parents spent the summer 1994 in England. So I love that you're in, in London, especially. My father taught Shakespeare, <laughs> British literature. Yeah. Small world, right? We were meant to meet. <laughs> we were. We were definitely meant to meet. I mean, honestly, I know many of my classmates that your other students and myself always talk about that, how much your classes help how much art helps like especially during a pandemic <laughs> but at any time <laughs> yeah definitely so i would love for you to share like how did how did you find art like you know growing up or as an adult how how did you find your love for art i think my love for art has just always been there um and it is a love for it it's not a natural talent I think is a natural want to be good at it um so my first memory was in nursery and you know when you just got paint and paper and you're just splodging things on um I accidentally made the shape of an almond and I was like whoa that looks like an eye and I was so shocked that and I wasn't a circle, you know, like when you're drawing a cartoon of a face, I was like, wow, an eye isn't this shape. It's like, what is going on? So I ran home and I was like, dad, does this look like an eye? And he was like, yeah, yeah, that looks like an eye. And I was like, right, what else can I draw? And he was like, well, what about a chair? And I was like, I don't know how to draw a chair. So he showed me how to draw a chair in 3D. So it was very, very basic, but wow. I was like, wow. I just drew a chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very cool story. I love that. You went from an almond to an eye to a chair. Yeah. And your first love for drawing and for art. Very quickly. <laughs> That's so cool. And how did you find, like, you, you obviously start with drawing, but then what led you into other mediums like paint? I think it's just a natural progression because, uh, because I love drawing so much from... I don't know, four or five years old. I was really good at drawing portraits by the age of 10 in pencil. Um, so then I was like, okay, well, I can represent nature with graphite. What's the next step? Like, how can I keep getting better? How can I keep improving? So then I started experimenting with oil paint, which is very difficult. And when you're that young and you don't know how to clean oil paint, and you get it on your floor, your mum is not very happy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so it took a few years of like oil paints being banned from my bedroom because I was always on a rolly chair. So I would roll backwards. And as an artist, uh, many of you might understand, but you become a bit of a mess and you take risks. So there would be a lot of tubes of paint that would just splutter out everywhere. Um, but yeah, it took me a long time to 
probably about a decade to master the whole painting side of art. Um, so yeah, it's not an easy feat, but I didn't have the right tutors. It was self-taught for the majority of my life until I was like 18. Um, yeah, it's just, it's something that you can never stop learning. You're always learning, even when you're painting what you think you know, you'll paint a certain area and you'll be like, ah, oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Rather than assuming you can do it one way, you can do it so many different ways. Yeah, I noticed even in our art classes, sometimes you speak about how you're a perfectionist or how even when you're doing a drawing for us in the class or showing us something, you talk about how you could still go back and do this, make it better and better. <laughs> and that was one of the first classes that I noticed you mentioned that and it actually made me feel better. Like, well, if my own art teacher thinks she, there's always room for improvement, even for herself, then I know there's, you know, anything I can do too. Like, I, you know, I'm imperfect. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> I mean, this is really the first introduction to my, to art besides our few local library classes I did, which I told you is very different because we're not allowed to have erasers on our pencils. And that's very frustrating. <laughs> so I like, I like your class. <laughs> <laughs> There's always ways. I mean, Whenever I've gone to a workshop, um, there's always somebody that is like, oh, but shouldn't you do it like this? Shouldn't you do it like this? And it's like, well, why are you here if you already have the answers, you know? There's so many answers out there and it's like, I don't know, making music, you can reach the same notes with different instruments and it's the same with painting. You get to the end result the same. It just, maybe it was a different journey or something slightly different at the end, but it, you'll get in there you know, you can, I can paint this in acrylic, not as good. Um, but that's just, you know, that's why it's creative. That's why we enjoy it because there's so many different journeys that you can take. That's so funny. You mentioned that it was just a week ago or maybe it was two weeks ago. You may recall the story that the guy that used to live in my house as a musician and gave me a guitar lesson. And that was one of the first things he said was it's your choice. If you want to learn to read the notes musically or uh, I think they call it tab like by numbers on the so yeah so it's cool to know that art's the same way like music in that regard I love that just get to the end result whichever way is best for you well yeah. said yeah and and I'm really excited to share <laughs> share your uh, your work here soon we're going to talk about a few of your your artwork uh, a few pieces coming up here shortly I'm really excited about that but a couple of might make me blush morning for everybody <laughs> <laughs> They're great. I just blush easily. But I, I did want to ask you on a serious note before we get into that. What would you say, like, for you, especially as an artist, what has life and especially work been like before and after the pandemic or during? I keep saying after. We're still in it, sadly. Ooh, it's hard. Um, any, anyone in the creative industry, so Shell, you're definitely, you will feel the same pains. Um, I've been freelance for a year and a half. So that's when I quit my job as a gallery manager and was like, I need to do it for myself now. I need to figure out what it is to do. And so I started the business Artisans. Um, and the, the workshops during the pandemic, um, it wasn't my intention, actually. My, my intention for the business was to create paintings as a collaboration between companies. So, uh, for example, I, I think it's in your slideshow, but I painted the Mona Lisa eating pizza, the Domino's. So it's easy collaborations that make art fun. Um, and then also the intention was to do these workshops with businesses rather than just for the public, because it's about, again, bringing art back to the people. Um, and I was really struggling before the pandemic to get known, uh, to engage with people, because I think, um, I think people enjoy art because I'm able to soften it for people and show them that it is fun, it shouldn't be intimidating. It's not taught always by someone who's a bit, you know, stiff and rigid and, classical um so the pandemic cut out all of my side hustles um you know which 
it happens it's happened to a lot of crazy people but it did bring me a lot of good and it brought me these workshops and it's made people know about art know about artisan it's given them so much more like shell you've thanked me and honestly like i cried a little bit when you first said that and if a few other people have said how nice they find drawing and just to hear that from them and to to be like oh this is why artisan exists like this is just a small drop in the ocean of what art can do and i really want it's really helped me think about the future and the impact that it can have on people so although in a sense i lost a lot i also gained a lot because art can do that art can move people and it's so simple you just need a pencil and a piece of paper um so yeah it's been hard it is hard the future will be hard but it's worth it and even if i don't make much money at all so long as i can have a roof over my head i know that some way down the line it's gonna it's gonna help massively i've just got to keep going i think i might have gone off track a little bit there it's okay i just want to say on that note just to encourage you my coffee cup says pick me up like you know lift you up pick pick me up <laughs> and i also wanted to share since we just finished one of your classes today my drawing that we just did <laughs> to show everybody. and you and this one is a good lesson for me y'all because china has been telling me to slow down because i like to jump ahead in her class and just finish whatever even though i shouldn't and that's the first time that I slowed down, y'all. <laughs> I still have lots to do on it. Like, I didn't even get to shading yet. So I'm really excited that I finally just stopped and just really took my time. And that's why there's so many details on that. So thank you for teaching me that. <laughs> thank you. Even though you think my last drawing was the best one of the feet. <laughs> I may have to post that one later. He was like, <laughs> yeah we'll go figure y'all so you told me that the most difficult drawing lesson so far was my best work of feet sometimes it's just how it works you find yeah. <laughs> that's how i am with math i'm better at the most complicated math problems versus the easiest isn't that strange <laughs> yeah. talented uh, Oh. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to see about screen sharing here so we can get into dive deeper into your work. I'm so excited about this. All right. So forgive me again, everyone, if I blush. Okay. <laughs> All right. Give me just a moment here <laughs> and get this set up. Okay. Let's see. Now, how do I, there we go. Okay. Screen share. Forgive me, y'all. I'm just taking a moment to do the technicalities. <laughs> okay, now let me find Zoom. Where'd my Zoom go? There's China. <laughs> okay, I hope I did this correctly. Oh, I think I did. Okay, good. Okay, now can you see that, China? Yes. Oh, it. wonderful. All right, now just dive in. Take us through this. I want to hear the whole, you know, inspiration the the title to to the portrait itself and the medium you used okay so we're starting off with oh, i think i have a teacher voice in there <laughs> <laughs> um the first one is overground so this was created in 2015 it was finished um and the picture was a picture i took on my iphone um, and it was in an exhibition where if you imagine the earth has been cut out in a square and then you pull out that earth as a big chunk and put it on a plinth. So that is, is what was displayed. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And usually I'm, I don't really enjoy artwork like that. I think they're a bit too conceptual and my brain can't understand it. Um, <laughs> But I just thought like, wow, that's just nature. And so I took a picture and I was like, you can't tell that this is on a plinth from the angle of the photograph. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna try and paint this. And I, this is the first painting that I did that was hyper-realism. So a lot of people ask me if it's a photograph. Um, and it was at one point, but this is painted in oil paint. 
and it took around a hundred hours and it's quite small but I was just so proud of myself as an artist to achieve that level and this is exactly what I was just teaching you guys about slowing down like I was only able to achieve that because I slowed down so much you know I was looking at everything and I was matching every single color um and yeah so the painting has been in the Royal Institute of Oil Painters which is on Pall Mall in London so down the road wow. from the, on the same road um so it's a very very important piece to me it's, it's kind of pinnacle in my ability and what I've been wanting to achieve for so so long so it's gorgeous and it's definitely lifelike that's amazing I love that mm. very cool baby you ready for the next one I'm ready okay let me see if I can remember how to get to the next one hold on <laughs> let's see here forgive me y'all just a moment we're going back to our technical issues for just a second I'll figure it out though <laughs> Is that the next one in order? Oh, oh. perfect. I just had to click a button. That's simple. <laughs> <laughs> so now how do you, oh, I jinxed myself. I accidentally clicked. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Let me just go through real quick. We'll just give you all an overview and we'll get back to, uh, oh no, <laughs> it's okay. I'm so sorry, China. Give me just a moment. I'm learning how to use slideshow at the same time oh, with Zoom. Michelle, you can use the arrows on the keypad to go left and right. Well, now I know. Thank you, China. Let's learn. Nice. My own PowerPoint. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get. Oh, that's really good to know. Okay, so I'll do that next time for sure. So let me go back. Get to Pamela. Is that how you say it? Oh, I think I might spell it wrong. It's like Palmella, like a palm. Palmella? Yeah. Okay. I'm dyslexic. Okay. You know, I actually was told I was dys dyslexic not long ago. I had never thought that before, but hey. I don't know if it's ha if it happens later in life, but it was the first time I'd ever been told that. Yeah, by a doctor. I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, because sometimes I transpose my numbers and words, and, you know, or my letters. But I didn't do that when I was younger. It's really weird. Let's see. Okay. And trying to find you on Zoom here. There's my box. <laughs> okay. And then screen share. And there we go. And then just use left and right arrows, right? Okay. Okay. Now we can talk about Palmella. <laughs> go ahead, please. <laughs> uh, so Palmella is a bit of a pun, a bit of a play on words, uh, because I I don't want my artwork to feel stiff and rigid. Um, often you'll see in galleries really like poncy titles and very conceptual again. So I put a vote to Instagram and I was like, what do you think we should call it? And two people said Palmella and I was like, great, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Simple enough. <laughs> yeah, that's smarter than me. Um, but this painting took me six years to complete. Um, mainly because I had a full-time job for four and a half years of that. And if you don't have a studio, it's very difficult to paint. So this was always put on a back burner. And then when lockdown happened, I was like, I have to finish it. I have to finish it. And I was halfway through, um, for, for six years, I'd only got to halfway and I was, it was just so complicated everything about this piece drained me and sometimes I found leaves that were missing um sometimes I might have added one not many but it was it was very very stressful um but yes I finished it a few weeks ago um so it's not yet been exhibited anywhere um but I think this one like the overground is also my baby and so to get rid of it would just be devastating slash really expensive <laughs> i'm so proud of you for completing this i actually remember seeing this like during the first few classes i took and you showing it and saying that you're still working on it 
I knew the background story about the six years, so I didn't realize you actually finished. That is amazing. And it's very detailed. I could see why it took you so long. Yeah, I blame my friend. Uh, like, Which one should I paint? And she was like, mm, this one. I was like, all right. And then I was like, oh my, oh. <laughs> <laughs> A little longer than you expected, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Six years, wow. Took lockdown to help you finish. <laughs> there are a lot of positive things from lockdown on a personal level. <laughs> nice. I love it. It's, I could look at that one all day. I just love it. It's just so beautiful greenery. And those that are listening, I, just to describe, um, well, how would you describe? Kind of like palm trees, with beautiful lighting in between. That, I love that. That is so detailed with the, the shades of light and blue in between, you know, kind of the sky and the lighting in between the leaves. So beautiful and yeah. just gorgeous. Mm. Proud of you. <laughs> and it was um, it was taken in Kew Gardens. I don't know if you know Kew Gardens. Mm -hmm. It's a really famous um, like conservatory, and it holds loads of like rare species of plants that the UK can't normally grow. Oh so wow! It's a bit like a zoo for plants. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's really cool. Very and that cool. makes it even more challenging to to draw and paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not one that you observe every day wow yeah, exactly. i can't go back to it so. <laughs> but you can look at this anytime <laughs> unless you well will you eventually sell it um i i would but i just think it might be too expensive for someone to purchase because it took so long and if you mm -hmm. add all the hours together it definitely will be an expensive piece so i i am willing to <laughs> I think it would be difficult as an artist because even me as a crocheter, it's difficult for me to part with my creations unless they're gifts. I tend to give more gifts away than sell. I have sold, but I tend to, I tend to want to either have, give them to someone I know, like family friends as a special gift or keep them myself. It's really hard to detach yourself from your work. You spend so much time with it, you know, you become mm -hmm. good friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that would be difficult as an artist. And then you said the right arrow is to go to the next one? Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, no problem. Your mouse on the page. So click the page. There you go. And then use your arrow. <gasps> oh, no, I'm going to blush. <laughs> <laughs> So China has opened me to, to nude art and I know it's art, but I don't know why I blush at these. <laughs> I mean, let me just tell you one time I went to the airport and I thought I was at the airport and I thought, I'll just read a book, you know, get a book at the bookstore there for my flight, three hour flight. I only opened one page and started blushing and put it back because it was 50 shades of gray. I was like, oh, there's no way I can read this on the plane in front of people. No way. Uh-uh. I put it right back. So that's just me. Exotic <laughs> book to start, you know. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but this is such a beautiful painting. Look at the lady's eyes. So detailed. Wow. Um, and this is called Green Lady. Yes. So Green Lady has a few connotations because we associate green with envy or jealousy um, and when I was at uni I didn't have the best experience because the teachers were like you know where's the journey how did you find it blah 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 like what's the story so I was like I just want to paint really well and I want you to show me how to paint and I didn't get that so I was like okay fine so I need to find a journey. I need to find a story. And um, I was in Amsterdam and came across the red light district, as you do. And I was like, I feel weird looking at these people through a window. Like, <laughs> that's what they want, but I don't feel comfortable doing that. So what does that say about me as a viewer? So I wanted to paint this, uh, and I painted a series of these to question the point of the artist. So, you know, technically it's, it's good and, you know, you question the story about it, but a lot of times people will ask me about it and they're like, oh, first of all, are you the girl? And I'm like, no, 
it's because we've got blue eyes. <laughs> and then, you know, secondly, what is that man doing? And it's like, well, that's up to you. Like, the story is up to you. Um, and then they're like, well, why did you paint it? And I'm like, well, what do you think? Like, that it's, again, it's up to them. And so this was about the experience of the viewer and thinking about the viewing point of the artist. So that was as, like, complicated as I get with art. Um, but I did enjoy it because I was able to paint nudes and apply a story with it. Um, but this woman, interestingly enough, um, I was looking through Victorian photography. Mm -hmm. and she was in a sapia color, so she had no color. It was just like an orange amber. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was really small, but she was a Victorian porn star. Wow. It was classed as Victorian Amazing. porn. And I was like, well, that's different to now, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is different. I love that. Unique. <laughs> yeah her her facial expression especially her eyes stood out to me initially as you heard me say earlier like I could I could myself I envision her definitely jealous and kind of frustrated <laughs> just like ah <laughs> the attention between them both and I'm like, oh. mm -hmm, or sad. like some people have said she looks really sad and lost and like she's zoned out and I was like well, that's, I think it's interesting, like everyone else's interpretation and how she makes you feel is really important. That's so cool. That, you know, and more we talk, the more I realize, because I grew up with music, and I realize how much music and art are in common because music, a song, you interpret your own meaning, even if there is a story behind it from the singer writing it or songwriter. But yeah, I love that art does come bring out emotions in your own perspective. Like, wow. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, this is probably the longest I have looked at a new drawing in a while. <laughs> I must admit, <laughs> but I really do like it. I really do like her expression and even her, her, her pose, the way she's sitting, you know, kind of like off to the side. She's, you know, her body language is not open. And then you I like how you leave it to your own interpretation with the, the man's back to you like you can't see what he looks like you don't know what his facial expressions are <laughs> exactly very yeah. very cool I love this probably believe it or not this is probably one of my favorites out of the, the ones you sent me <laughs> yeah I've come a long way <laughs> yeah, you've changed <laughs> you've changed me China <laughs> what's going on <laughs> How did I go from not being able to read Fifty Shades of Grey from past one page? This is my favorite. Let's see here. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll stare at this one some more later. We'll go on to the next one for now. <laughs> Let's see here. So put the mouse on the picture and then press the right arrow. Oh, there we go. I'm getting better at this already. Oh, here we go. More nudity. I'm getting into this now. <laughs> now this one, you can see both their facial expressions and their poses. Oh, I like that a lot. I feel like this is, a, a uh, if I gave my own interpretation offhand, I would say a couple in love for just live together too long, <laughs> especially during the pandemic. They're yes. frustrated with each other. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this was from the same series where it makes you question yourself as a viewer. So these two are staring at you directly and, you know, it's, it's unforgiving how they're looking at you. It's confrontational, but because they're new, they're also vulnerable. So then those, those kind of, um, I don't know, curiosities is what I really wanted to get from that. Like why why is the artist in the scene or why am I as the viewer in the scene and what am I looking at? You know, have they just had sex? Are they about to, is there a third person? Is that why they're both staring that way? So you just don't know. So what are they waiting for? Cause they're pausing. Yeah. Um, Cause the title's waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's a good <laughs> title for this waiting. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit of sauciness. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's very saucy. I re I really like that. Wow, mm, you I love. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of paintings I've seen where they just look 
directly at you like that, especially two, two people, not just one. And yeah, it definitely makes you feel like you're right there. Yeah. I feel intimidated to be honest. <laughs> I had it in my room for a while and it was, it was a bit much. I had to switch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I love it. And what color is that in the background? I don't even know what color that is. It's like a salmon. Salmon. Oh, okay. Okay. Beautiful. Mm, so I'm good. Kind of picking out the best color from the skin tone. You're like, all right, see how this works. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> oh, that's clever. Yeah. Definitely matching the skin tone. That's very clever. Okay. Well, this is another one I'll probably make. Well, I don't know. I'd say I'd stare at this one later because it's one of my favorites, but it intimidates me because they're staring <laughs> at me. So I, I probably won't. <laughs> Like when you have that really cute doll, but it stares at you so you can't sleep at night. <laughs> I like it, but I can't look too long because <laughs> I get intimidated. Everyone ends up fancy in the man. They're like, oh my God, who is he? And I'm like, oh he's really nice looking, I have to say. Woman's really pretty too. I love her hair. I love his hair too. And I love the, I love the way you get, what's that called? Like an aftershave or a man like. Shaved up her beard. A stubble. Thank you. I love a stubble. It's funny because you're in the UK and I'm in the US and like, like I say eraser, you say rubber. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if we had the same terminology for some of these, for some of our lingo here. Yeah. My friend's American and often I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm very well, I can translate American quite well. <laughs> oh, that, that's good. No wonder we get along so well. <laughs> Thank your friend, <laughs> the translator. Okay. <laughs> And then let's see what's next. Okay, there we go. So excited. Oh, I love this one. Oh, the man bun. So what they call, this one's called David and it's a picture of a man with a, a hair bun, man bun. <laughs> yeah, we call it a top knot. Oh, see, there we go. We call it man buns here in America. Oh, not that as well, but I think top knot is probably- Top knots? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us more about this one about David. So David was drawn in pastel pencils. Um, I did a workshop last May uh, with a guy called Kong and he is a master. He's classified as like a master in pastel pencils. He created this technique where you draw the face in bright green and then from there you add all the different colors and that helps to bring the skin tone to life so I was looking for lo well, loads of models loads of portrait models I could just practice this technique on and I met this guy um, at my frisbee club and he was like, oh what do you do I was like oh I'm an artist and he was like oh amazing if you ever need a model you know just give me a shout and I was like Oh, I do actually. I'm looking for like some more males um, because I've got a lot of female friends. And I was like, yeah, if you want to be my portrait model, great. Uh, so then I text him and I was like, hey, do you want to come around on Wednesday? I'll set up the corner of the room and we'll take some pictures. And he was like, yeah, cool. Um, so do you need me to get naked? And I was like, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I would have died right then and there if I were you. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, it's really wonderful to meet someone that's willing to be a life model for you for free. Um, but I was like, yeah, they're expensive. And I was like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's just a portrait. And he was like, oh, um, can I be? And I was like, no. Oh, my. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, just, I just need your face. Um, but some people want to see themselves being drawn. Um, like Titanic moment? Yes. Yes. All the time. I'm like, oh, of course. I you dream do. about it. Ah, <laughs> um, but David was a, he's a really intelligent writer, really creative. So we really connected in that, you know, creative side. And I managed to just capture this picture as he was smiling. And I was like, this is wonderful. I don't want to pose picture. I want you to smile. I want like, this is you. So I really wanted to capture that. Um, and yeah, doing it in pastels as well has really given me an extra skill um you know as i said earlier like you're always learning so to learn a new skill very happy with that's really cool 
Yeah, I like his smile a lot. And I thought when you, you mentioned him being like a, I think you said like a writer. And I was thinking maybe that's why there's, it looks like books behind him. Yeah. Represent. That's cool. That's cool. So now were those his actual clothes he was wearing or did you, <laughs> did you, <laughs> did you make up, have to make up clothes? No, he kept his clothes on. They were her, her. They were his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's. I think he was smiling just thinking about the idea. <laughs> we will be like one day she's gonna try. <laughs> next time. Next time. <laughs> but no, in all honesty, it's really. I actually think. I think this is refreshing, like you said, with the pastels, and just his smile, and you really caught his personality very well. Because that was the first thing I thought he might be a writer because of the books behind him. So, well done yeah <laughs> i didn't realize how much i like the pastels but now i know i really love the colors such a different effect isn't it it is it is it's beautiful i love yeah. it mm -hmm. uh, okay. draw again shell <laughs> i know i love drawing okay we have to move on but uh, sorry david <laughs> i'll see you later david <laughs> Okay, that's my husband's name, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow, this one. This one caught my attention earlier when I was perusing your work, and I was like, whoa, there's a lot of people on this one. So this one is called Amazon The Grand Tour. Please take us through this one. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you know Top Gear? Top Gear, yes, I do. So these guys are from Top Gear. Cool. Um, there was the whole drama where one of them got fired and now it's the grand tour. Um, well, oh, like nearly two years ago, I was commissioned by Amazon to paint a collaboration of famous explorers with oh. the cast of the grand tour. So I forgot the names, James May, short guy, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this <laughs> for their opening of their fourth season. So the painting was to go to their premiere. Um, and this is also one of the elements of Artisans and that whole collaboration I was talking about earlier to mix the old with the new. Um, so yeah, this is just one of those other examples of collaboration really. Uh, it's not my favorite painting. Cause really? Yeah, it was really, really difficult. Mm, I could I can only imagine it's extremely good but I can only imagine how difficult that was how long did it take you well I only had six weeks and I had a full-time job at the same time oh. as well. so many late nights and early mornings um, mm. but for me it doesn't quite you know the new figures don't sit in the painting as well as the old figures so I really struggled to make the new guys look older and I think it's also because I didn't have the right techniques. Um, so I've done a couple of workshops last year on how to improve them. So if I was to do it again, I'd be much better and quicker. Um, but yeah, this, this was a stressful piece. Uh, but that's really cool to know, like if you had to do it again, you, you know, you know, better things to do next time. That's really cool. You, you, like you said, you are, you're always learning new skills and improving. So I like that. I like that you're vulnerable and honest about that. <laughs> but, but see, I wouldn't know because, you know, I don't have your background. I think it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see it and I'm like, oh, get it away. <laughs> see, so we're talking about art and music. This makes me think of the movie Drumline because they intertwine the old music, the new music together. Like you intertwine the older, you know, guys and the new ones together. So. I love nice. that. Yeah, another connection with music. Love it. Yeah, yeah. that's my analogy there. <laughs> okay, moving on. Oh, yes, this one made me laugh so hard earlier. And now I want pizza. Thanks. <laughs> I guess I'll be ordering Domino's later. <laughs> so, this um, one's called Domino's Master Pizza, y'all. Go ahead, China. Tell us yeah. all about it. <laughs> This was part of their Master Pizza range. So Domino's commissioned me to paint a series of paintings that were um, from Italian artists in the Renaissance period. And how can I incorporate pizza in that? So this was the first painting in the artisan portfolio of collaboration. So I was like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> um, 
And what happened with the paintings were they had a photo shoot. So as if the pizza place was now a gallery and it was in the newspaper. And then this painting got auctioned off. So this was mm. maybe back in 2015, 16. Uh, and then it wasn't until this year, a woman messaged me on Facebook. because She was like, I have been trying to find you for years, I have your painting. It's <gasps> my dining table. And I was like, wow. I had no idea that it actually got sent out to somebody. Um, <laughs> and she was like, how much is it worth? How much is it worth? And I was like, I mean, it's a bit of a gimmick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you can get any money for it, great, by all means. But it's, it's what, you know, it was for the Masterpiece range. It was, worth what it was sold for to me it's not I don't think it's really worth much beyond that but it, you know it's her artwork now it's up to her to decide how much it's worth but yeah it was really nice to see that it secretly got shipped away and someone found it and found me oh. wow <laughs> does that happen often or do you normally know who you sell your your work to or does it happen like that often where you don't know who gets it and then they track you down like her little lady did well I don't <laughs> often i've never sold an artwork through a gallery um they're a bit too hyper real um mm. but often i do and you'll see this in the next one they do get asked to draw things uh for people so then i know exactly who it goes to um and i know that they're really going to value it as well so you know if it's a, a pet portrait or if it's a pencil sketch of someone's face for a wedding then yes, I still do those things. They're really good to do for people. Oh, and this one's called Albert and it's a cute, really cute dog. And you said you were asked to draw this one. Oh, mm -hmm. and paint. Oh, tell us more. So good. So this is in pastel pencils as well. So from learning that skill, I was able to create a little side business of pet portraits. Oh. Um, which, you know, people love their pets. So, great business. <laughs> yes, I love my dog. <laughs> my dog's 12. Oh, what yeah. dog is it? He is a mix of uh, Carn Terror and lots of Offset. Oh. He's more like a Shih Tzu, though. It's weird. Because <laughs> that's the cousin to the um, lots of Opso. So, that's his personality. He's pretty much like a Shih Tzu personality. Oh, nice. He's, he's still got lots of energy. He's so much fun. Press oh. name. He has a really proper name, Prescott. <laughs> very, very English, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, this is Albert. He, my family dog. Um, so my dad really wanted, he calls him the ninja assassin. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he just wanted a portrait of him for his mantelpiece. Uh, and I love him so much. I spent so much time on it just to make it even better than I usually would just because I have this weird obsession with him. <laughs> but he's only, really he's just turned two. So he's still a puppy. Still oh. mental. <laughs> That's young. Yeah. But he's, he's got a lot of energy as a two-year-old. It's like, wow. <laughs> oh. Now, just out of curiosity, why did you choose... How did you choose to draw and paint only his face and not like a whole, you know, like the whole dog's body type setup? Uh, good question. No one's actually asked me that before. Hey, there uh, you go. <laughs> when it comes to animal portraits, you know, you spend so much time with the face, like you look at the face, you enjoy the face, you can read the expression. Um, and we treat our pets uh, like people, you know, they're family. Mm -hmm. So we do our human portraits in this sort of style. So why not do it the same with your dog? Because there's only a certain size that you have for your, the artwork that you get. And if two thirds of that is body, then I feel like you're missing out on a lot of connection with the drawing and with the animal. So I like to just make the full thing the face. Maybe sometimes I add a little bit of shoulder just so it doesn't look too weird. Um, but it's, it's just about getting that connection and just focusing on that really. Um, 
I love that. That's a, that's really cool. Yeah, because you do. You can just like feel like you're looking into your eyes. Now, isn't that funny? Think about this. This I can look into his eyes all day long. But the other, the other one was the new couple, and they were like they're staring at me. I felt intimidated. And he's naked too. Albert's not got any clothes on. <laughs> Sometimes my dog wears clothes. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Do you make? Well, he has a rain jacket. I mean, you know, if it's raining outside or something like that, or it's snowing, which is rare here, but he does have a jacket for snow too. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's interesting, you know, that I could look at his eyes all day long. No problem. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. The animal human connection is really special indeed. So cool. Oh, I love Albert. <laughs> Me too. Oh, oh! Now this is an interesting title. Something from nothing. <laughs> what does that mean? So this was painted last summer, so about a year ago. Um, when I left my job in March, I was very lost. Um, so I went to Japan because I had a bit, I had a little bit of money, had a bit of time, and I was like, oh, let's just relax. Like, let's do something on your own. Um, and I met this man, uh, and, you know, I was telling him, he's like, what do you do? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I, at that point, I didn't intend to do art full-time. Mm. I was like, I don't know what type of job I want, what I'm qualified for. And, and he was like, okay, well, um, paint me something. And I was like, everybody says that. He was like, no, seriously, paint me something. He was like, paint me something from your experience. I don't want you to do a realistic painting. I want you to be inspired by a moment, a taste. Uh, I don't know, it could be a sight, but he's like, I want you to feel it and then paint it for me. And I was like, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's not how I usually work. I go for the visuals and then I just paint that. I paint that as accurately as I can. Um, and then I came across this big lake in the fog and it was really misty and I couldn't see the horizon. So I got my camera and I zoomed in and I saw these little like pelicans on this, these wooden thingies, wooden stools that I couldn't see with my eyes. And I was like, oh my God, there's something in there when I thought there was nothing. Um, so that moment kind of was reflecting in my own life as well. Like I have nothing, what am I gonna do? And so he created something for me. So it's, it's about, you know, everyone goes through those moments when you're like, I haven't got anything. But when you really look, you have something. So I'm actually sad that he has this. <laughs> It means a lot. It does mean a lot to me. And I like, I really enjoyed the process and the colors and the subtlety and it's a little bit abstract, but you can kind of recognize it. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that explains the title a bit more. No, it's really symbolic. I love the background story on that. It's funny because, you know, it's kind of a mixed view. Like you're saying earlier, it can be anyone's own interpretation. But then it means more to me knowing your background story on this one particularly, you know, because it's so symbolic of represents a time in your life like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very inspiring too. Like you said, like we all say that. I say that even crochet. I'm like, oh, I've run out of lessons. Sorry. We got to start repeating, rotating. Sorry. And then I realize like the next class, I end up doing something totally new still. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I have nothing left and I do. I have more left. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yeah. You're always finding, you, you just surprise yourself, don't you? You're like, oh, yes. <laughs> you think you're out of creativity or like I write too. You think you have writer's block, but it, it comes, it comes back to you. Yeah. Love that. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And this one, how do you say it? Memoir? I can't pronounce Memoirs. 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 <laughs> see there goes my dyslexia there i guess maybe i dyslexic a little bit there my apologies i can't even say it memoirs memoir no you go ahead i can't do it <laughs> memoir de france um i actually don't know if, if that makes sense in french 
I've tried learning, but I, I didn't even Google Translate. I was like, oh, this sounds good. I only know J Tim and Undwa Twa. Je I know how to count and, <laughs> <laughs> and say I love you in French. That's good enough. <laughs> I love you is important. J Tim, yeah. Memoir <laughs> um, de France. Uh, so this was painted in my first year of uni when I was trying to figure out what they meant by what's the journey. Okay. So me and my friend cycled from London to Venice uh, when we were 20. Oh, wow. Quite a expedition. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to paint from my memories and really capture that like stress and anxiety. And, you know, when it was raining and we were cycling and when we were in the forest and like the danger we were in and all these like crazy things that we did. But taking that to one side, it's actually really beautiful and elegant and like such an experience that I don't think we'll ever forget. Even though the memory might fade, like we'll still have those feelings and we'll still be able to visualize something, even if it's not quite what you can remember. Mm. Uh, so I use that as my topic for my art in my first year and it didn't stick um the rest of the experiments weren't very good but this one has stuck and i i still really enjoy looking at this painting i still have it um i haven't tried to sell it too much i've got an issue i need to sell more artwork. <laughs> but see that's what i was saying earlier it's so difficult to detach yourself from your work i could sell a lot more crochet too but it's just oh it's hard it's difficult <laughs> emotionally it's difficult isn't it yeah like this one has an amazing story what a journey wow i mean i got my bike during the pandemic you inspired me to start riding my bike and it, it's just my really my only outing besides my home during this time oh i love it <laughs> i can only imagine going on a journey like that it's funny too because when you started speaking about the dangers of the journey while you were out there i thought of um thailand the soccer boys that were stuck in the cave you know they went out for an adventure and then got stuck in a cave like you just never know there's always risk and danger sadly but i love that you found the beauty within the journey while you also experienced you know danger risk yeah <laughs> yeah that's an amazing story mm. and you said you were 20 20 yeah 20 yeah good age mm. <laughs> Now, I think there's a few more. Do you have time for any more um, to share? I wasn't sure if you wanted just a few or I just realized as we were going through the process, I just kept going and then I realized, oh, I don't know if she has time for all of them. Oh, I don't mind. Yeah, I've got time. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I do too. <laughs> Everyone's got time. Isn't that funny? We used to say we don't have time. Like, oh, I'm too busy. I have time. Now we all have time. Now we all slow down. It's, that's one blessing, I think, out of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Like, Joy life. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, let's see here. And then. Oh. Oh, well, I think I jinxed myself. <laughs> I thought there were more. <laughs> Did we actually cover them all? <laughs> I went through that whole spill. Good and then realized that, did we really go through all? You have time, China? Yeah, I've got time. And, okay. Time's over. <laughs> I thought there was at least one or two more. Did we really go through all of them? I clipped the right arrow. My whole art collection there. <laughs> and then we, did we seriously go through all ten now? Let me double check. Really? I, I can't. So. Wow, that blue but Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me double check. I feel like I know. I wow, we that was number ten. <laughs> Well, I apologize, y'all. I was hoping for more because it's so good. And <laughs> I love love looking at your work. And I, I can't believe that blue button. I can't I I mean, if I go to an art gallery, I'll be there all day looking at everything. So I'm shocked that we flew through ten of your art pieces like that. <laughs> or maybe it feels like it to me. It feels like the time flew. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was talking too much. Oh no, you were great. <laughs> no, no, you're great. Do you have, um, before I stop recording, <laughs> do you have <laughs> any last thoughts you'd like to share, especially for people that are, I would say like are artists and also those that may be thinking about starting art, you know, even during the pandemic and after? 
oh, definitely just do it. Like, there's nothing stopping you. Uh, all you need is a pencil or a pen and just practice, like practice shading. There's loads of free YouTube videos, loads of free classes now because everyone realized that you have to offer something for free, uh, which is amazing. It means that there's so much content out there to get practicing, find artists that inspire you. Uh, but it's so good for you. It's like meditating. And if you can't meditate, like I can't meditate because my brain is always like, doo, 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 doo. so for me, drawing is my meditation and I can really sit down and zone out and just completely forget everything. So just do it. And if you've been doing it for a while and you're getting frustrated, find a way to keep learning, you know, whether I think at that point you might have to start paying someone to really find your flaws and, and how to improve the things that you're struggling with. Cause you won't find that from generic places. Um, but just, you know, if you're enjoying it, don't stop. And it doesn't matter how good or bad you are. Just if you enjoy the process, just keep doing it. Definitely. I love that. Definitely. I mean, I, like I said, I, I never did art except for a few art classes without an eraser before I met China and, I mean, she can tell you like each week I can see something better I've done or improved yeah. or, and I purposely take every class exercise, every lesson. And once we finish, I'm still going at home. Like my husband, I'll tell you, I love to use it as homework. I call it homework, but it's relaxing homework. And it's the fun type homework. Cause I like to go back and color with like colored pencils and shade with pen, regular pencils. Like I I don't know. And then I add things like almost every person we draw, I add clothes. I noticed like that's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do is draw clothes. I don't know why, but everybody has some specialty, something they like to draw. And that's my thing now. So, <laughs> so I, I like to get into the fashion part a little bit. But the other thing I meant to say, we always talk about art and music is that during your class, you play really good music. So at home, I love to play music too, like different playlists when I'm drawing. So yeah, I encourage anyone to try to draw to music. Yeah, just a nice little background treat. Mm -hmm. Very okay. fun. And please let everyone know how to find you in your classes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is artistand.co.uk. So it sounds like artisan, but it's two words put together, artist and.co.uk and if you want to join uh, any classes usually you know your first few starts are free uh, then you can visit the website so www.artistand.co.uk and you'll see me there in class <laughs> <That's fun>. <laughs> yeah every week every tuesday i'm there <laughs> and i recruited my friend lynn too so y'all come on, join us. <laughs> There's people from everywhere, right? We had Canada today. Yep. Me, I'm Texas, Lens, Virginia. So U.S. And of course, you're in the U.K. Have you had other countries besides U.S., U.K. and Canada? I think I had one person from India. Um, I've had quite a few people from America, some people from L.A. Yeah, I wonder if I helped recruit them. Because I noticed after I joined, I was the only American in your class. And then others start joining. And I wonder like somehow the keywords, you know, like, oh, Shell in Texas takes this class. So let's read. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if right. somehow the keywords changed on your class on the event. Or, I don't know, but I think it's really cool. <laughs> I love meeting people from everywhere though. <laughs> I get really excited. When you first joined, I was like, <gasps> I was nervous. I was like, uh, is it okay to be here? Cause uh, I'm an American and I don't, I don't see anyone else here in the, not in the UK and I was like I have British roots is it does that count <laughs> can I, can I, I was so scared but y'all are so nice and I've had so much fun everybody's very friendly y'all very social like China very fun and she may ask you a fun question like when you start class so heads up be ready for <laughs> conversation and art <laughs> I like to chat to you and distract you whilst you're drawing very serious <laughs> But I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably lost half of my class from doing that, but I kept the other half, so it's all right. <laughs> the ones that really want to stick around, they do. And that's all that matters. <laughs> and, and you introduce all of them to art at one point. So, hey. <laughs> I love that. 
Well, let me stop recording, but I um, just want to say thank you so much for being a guest on Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. And I hope y'all keep tuning in. And there's lots more content to come, but special thanks again to China and make sure to check out her classes, y'all. I follow her Instagram and I'll post your info in the uh, episode description too. So it'll be easy for y'all to find it. So don't yeah. worry if you couldn't write down fast enough. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Shell. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for coming to so many classes. Oh, you're welcome. And hope you know I'm going to keep coming back. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'll keep making jokes and everything. <laughs> Good. It's a chatty class. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. One more. Thank you again.